This is Noreen Frederick with the Faith and Business Podcast, and I am excited to invite Brooke Mundelein here with us today. In this podcast, Brooke and I are going to be talking about her faith and how it's intertwined in the mortgage industry uh, that she's involved in, her photography company, and she's also going to give us some tips on how she uses social media to drive and increase her business. So super excited to have her here today and hope that you guys enjoy. Welcome to Faith in Business with Noreen, talking all things faith and business and bringing them together. Here's your host, Noreen Friedrich. I am here today with a good friend of mine, super excited to announce this guest. Uh, We became friends, oh, I don't know, about three years ago, and uh, she is now in the mortgage industry. She also has her own photography company. Uh, So I'm excited to talk to her about uh, both of those occupations and how God's been moving. Uh, this is Faith in Business Podcast with Noreen Frederick, and I'm excited to announce Brooke Mundelein. Hi, Brooke. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Thanks for joining me today. You're welcome. I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. Me too. I mean, I kind of know your story, but I really, I, I love it. I want to dive deeper and share, you know, I know that you have such a strong, strong faith, and um, that is part of what grew us together. I mean, I met you through um, you buying a house, uh, mm-hmm. which is yeah. also amazing how God orchestrated that. You guys were moving from St. Louis into the Columbia Waterloo area in Illinois. Uh, and so that's how we met. And then we started to really get to know each other through church. You guys uh, started coming to the same church that we attend. So um, tell me a little bit, I think it was shortly there afterwards that you that you started really diving into the mortgage industry or had you kind of started stepping into it around that same time? Tell me a little bit, tell us a little bit about your story. Yeah, so we moved to Waterloo, bought a house with you <laughs> in March of 2020. Crazy. Yeah. We closed on March 13th, Friday, and COVID hit Monday. So it was like crazy. It was like perfect time to buy. Thank you. <laughs> um, I got into mortgages a year later because it was April of 2021. So at that point, I was doing insurance when I first bought the house. And I had been doing insurance for the past three years. Thought I wanted to do something different. Insurance was a little bit uh, <laughs> not fun. <laughs> I actually went and worked at a IT like sales company in St. Charles for a little bit. Didn't really like that. <laughs> I was there for like seven months and tried to like it. And I just, yeah, IT sales, not fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, back whenever I was at Farmers Insurance, I was a referral partner with my now boss, Paul. And we just sent everyone to each other. And so whenever I had left Farmers, I had conversations with Paul and I'm like, I want to sell mortgages. And he's like, no, you don't. <laughs> Like, wait, why? Am I not good enough? He's like, no, no, no. It's just, no, you won't like it. I'm like, oh, okay, well, then I'll just go be a realtor. And he's like, you should just calm down. (laughs) And I'm like, what? So Paul and I still stayed in connection for those like seven months when I was doing IT sales. He, his main thing (laughs) that he said was, I don't want to hire you right now because my farmer's agent and him were very close friends and we're all still close friends. So if he hears this, sorry, Will. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but he was like, I just can't steal you from Will. I was like, okay, well, I'll just go do my own thing. And if it's meant to be, it'll it'll be. Spent seven months doing IT sales. And then Paul and I just reconnected somehow by the grace of God. And he was just, I was just like, okay, are you ready? Because I'm ready. And he's like, let's go. And so I just, that's kind of how it happened. There wasn't really no, like, 
there really wasn't anything crazy that happened, but it was totally all God because there's no way that that would have happened again, like resurfaced. So that's kind of how I like got into the mortgages was just staying connected and having that personal relationship with Paul for that, that long of a time. So, yeah, it's amazing. Like God's timing, right. You know, like it's sometimes just having to step back and go, okay, like I'm trying to force this. I'm trying this. I'm trying this. I'm trying Mm -hmm. this. And God's going, that's not where I want you yet. So just calm down. Right. Yeah. And like, that's the thing is I feel like a lot of people, they just, they feel stuck and they can't leave where they're at because they're comfortable. And that's, that's the scary part is God is calling us to be uncomfortable. So if we're not uncomfortable in what we're doing, then we're not growing. So I was like the IT sales, I say it was horrible, but like I was content. I was good at it. I was, I had great friendships there, but I was just comfortable. And I'm like, nope, I need something that's going to challenge me again. And we need to like, we need to like let God challenge me. So, yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Cause I do, I think you're right on target. There are so many people, I mean, just get complacent and they get content and it's easy to lose your purpose and to lose what God's calling you to do when you find yourself in those moments. But being uncomfortable is scary. Mm-hmm. Like it's uncomfortable. It means not being comfortable. Right. Like it, it means like being, you know, setting, stepping out of that comfort zone, your bubble that you're used to and just like taking a risk and taking a chance if you feel that God's calling you to do it. So that's, that's awesome that, I mean, that it just worked out that way. And now you've been there for how long, Paul? Almost two years. So no, two years. So like two years and a couple months feels like a long, longer time than that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's awesome. I mean, I, I almost feel like for as long as I remember you, you've been with them, even though I know that wasn't the case, but yeah. 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 But, and so then you and I have gotten to connect more. I mean, I'm in real estate, you know, you're now in the mortgage industry. We get to collaborate a lot. We also attend the same church together. Mm -hmm. So it's been super awesome to, to dive deeper and to get to know you and Paul and uh, Mortgage Solutions of St. Louis and Illinois. So mm-hmm. you guys are on both sides of the river here in the Midwest. And you are a marketing director is kind of your title there. So tell us a little bit about what that looks like and, you know, what you maybe what you really love about that. Mortgage Solutions of St. Louis started back in 1998, which is crazy because that was like I was four years old. <laughs> You're going to make a lot of people uh, I, mad. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> um, so... Paul, Paul and his twin brother, Steve, started the company, and they owned an all-state agency and a brokerage for insurance. And so whenever they hired me on, I was kind of like a utility player. I was going to get my loan officer license, and then that was going to be my main target was just to be an LO. And then I've kind of just been in everything. So I've been helping out on the insurance side with the brokerage, writing home, auto, life insurance, things like that, and then helping out all of our loan officers. So there's Eight of us total. So marketing, I do like all of our social media. So like Instagram, email campaigns, Facebook posts, um, helping them with like setting up networking events or um, like realtor seminars. So really just my hands are in a lot (laughs) with them. Um, So marketing is actually what I got my degree in. (laughs) So I'm actually kind of using something from college. Barely, but But yeah, so that's kind of what. What I do. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're really, really good at it. And you've done a very good job. I mean, just watching, you've done a great job of um, connecting with other people in the field and the industry, not just in real estate, but, you know, affiliates and things like that. You've done a really good job of building those relationships. Can you maybe give, I don't know, a tip or two on what way you found works best for you to 
make those connections and grow your, you know, your social media platform? Yeah. Um, I would say truly just being yourself, being uniquely you, um, and what's crazy is all of my connections through realtors, financial planners, builders, you know, everyone in our kind of niche, um, I truly just reached out to them through Facebook, Facebook Messenger, just added them. And I was like, you know, what a small world we are connected with. However many people, you know, you see you, you see who your mutual friends are and you're like, you know, how do you know this person or this person? And they're like, that's my cousin. I'm like, that's my cousin. So, you know, you <laughs> yeah. just find people that you're related to or, you know, it's such a small world. So I reach out to people through Facebook or Instagram and I feel like people are just more open to that. And it was funny when I was telling like Paul and my other loan officers who are a little bit older than me, <laughs> they were like, Paul's like, these people are meeting with us. They've never even heard of us. And they, you know, they don't, but you message them on Facebook. I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's just, it's that, that's just how people are. And so really just shooting people messages. It doesn't hurt. If you never ask, the answer will always be no. That's, so, oh, that's so good. And yeah. that's such a, I feel like everybody needs to have that. Who's especially in sales or like yeah. marketing has to have that like post noted to their car, to their window, yes. to their, like, it will always be no, if yes. you don't ever ask. I mean, and the more no's you hear, there's going to be a yes. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, and like with sales, with what we do is there's going to be highs and lows. And so just knowing that you know, the more no's you get, there's going to be a yes. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. So. Yeah, I love that. And you also do, I mean, I love that you, when you say that you're uniquely and genuinely you, you really are. I mean, like what I see on, you post on Facebook and social media, you know, Instagram is also the brook that I know, you know, outside of that. You do a lot of, you know, sharing your faith and really getting deep into that. Do you ever feel... Has there ever been a time that you've either felt hesitant to share something or that maybe somebody has given you backlash for sharing your faith, knowing that you're in the industry? Or has it always kind of just been a, you know, because people know who you are, they're either good with it or they're not, and then they're not connected with you? Mm, that's a good question. And also, just want to say thank you. You're genuine, too. So oh, just thank don't you. just say that about me. <laughs> um, but I do feel like we're in a time, we've always been in this time, but I say this now because it's just the world is getting so crazy. But I feel like we're in such a time where we need to be more more bold in our faith. And as crazy as it sounds, social media can be good, or good and bad. And using your platform, even if, you know, you only have three followers, 200 followers, 4,000, that you should just always share your heart because social media can reach so many people. And so... For me, I just feel like making those videos or, you know, simple posts about like what God's doing or how good he is or scripture, just anything to get, you know, one person to change their mind to, you know, reach out to me to come to church with us. I just feel that more people should be bold. And I think where it comes from is obviously being a believer of Christ. But so many people have anxiousness and anxiety and all these things. And it's because God isn't in the center of their life. You know, they're worrying about worldly things, which we all do. We're all human. But I feel like the reason why people struggle so much is because they're scared of what other people will think. So posting on social media is scary because what if you only get two likes? But it, it's not about those likes. It's about what God likes about what you're doing. So for me with um, posting about my boldness, I mean, I think there has been you know, people have commented and, 
were really mean. And that is very hard. Like, I can't even believe, like, I can't even imagine being like a celebrity and posting your faith, you know, and all the comments reading, like, oh my gosh, like, I only got like one or two hate comments. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. But because you don't want to offend, you know, in this world, we don't want to offend people. We don't, we got to tiptoe on everything. But it's a little bit of a gut punch sometimes. Yeah. 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 But just knowing the truth and just being bold and sharing, and it is kind of hard with, with business, you know, it's scary to post your faith because people are like, you're going to lose business or we got to, we can't post this because we'll, we'll offend these people or we won't get those people's business. And it's like, but that's not what we're here for. Like, so I think it's just so cool how like you named your business, like Crossroads Realty because of faith, like literally you stepped out in faith and it's just so cool. Like, I know that you're inspiring so many people. So I hope so. I mean, through God, you know, through yeah. Christ. And that's, like you said, that's really what it's all about. And I would imagine that most people would struggle a bit, you know, with social mm-hmm. media and, and being bold enough because you do hear that all the time. I think commonly, and that's why I really wanted to do, you know, this podcast is because a common thing that I hear when I talk to other business owners is, you know, that are that are faith-filled and are believers in Christ is that at some point they've had backlash. You're going to lose business. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't do that. You should separate politics and faith from, you know, from your business. And, um, and, you know, I tend to disagree with that, you know, I mean, maybe with the politics part, but with faith, like you said, I mean, we're here for a short time. We're here for a reason. We have a purpose and our purpose is supposed to be to disciple and to witness to others and not to shy away because the world is telling us to shy away. So, Mm -hmm. um, I commend you and I love that you have always been genuinely you and it's kind of a you know you don't throw it in people's faces you're sharing what's on your heart what God's planning because you're right there is probably somebody there's a reason it's planned on your heart and it's probably because somebody out there needed to read it needed to see it needed to hear it even if you never hear from that person and you have no idea what's going on behind the scenes that's not for for us to know and so um so thank you for for always doing that and always being you so transitioning a little bit we've talked about um, mortgage industry and your role there so you're also in photography Name your photography company and kind of how that transpired and, um, you know, what, you know, what really drives that, what, what made you decide to start that and when it, when it all happened? Yeah. So I started my photography business in, um, October of 2021 also, (laughs) and I started it because I was wanting to do like Christmas sessions, like mini, like little mini sessions. I love decorating. I love like homes and I just was like, oh, I'm just going to do something in my house. Like, I'm just going to make a little studio and, like, throw together some a Christmas, like, little thing and just see if people will take it. I had 30 families sign up. Oh, my God. 30 families? 30 families. Oh, I didn't girl. have – can I just tell you? I didn't have a camera. I Well, I did get one, obviously, but I, I borrowed say, it. I borrowed one from my uncle, who's a dentist in Eureka. He, like, loves shooting, like, wildlife, and he was always shooting, like – not shooting. He would just take pictures. He was – He's the one that at our family events, he's taking pictures everywhere and everyone's so annoyed at him. Like, Uncle Rocky, stop. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, Uncle Rocky, remember that like really nice camera that you spent? Like, can I borrow that for like a month for like Christmas sessions? And he's like, sure, I don't use it anymore. Keep it as long as you want. It was a Nikon. And I was like, I don't know what to do with this. So what's crazy is sorry, all the people that I did that year, <laughs> but I didn't change a single setting. I didn't know how to work the camera at all. So I'm just like snapping, you know, getting different angles and it's like getting dark. And I'm like, Okay, hopefully the editing can, like, help me out with this. So, anyways, did 30 fam, you know, shot 30 families for Christmas, and I was, like, so scared when I uploaded them. I was like, I don't know how to upload. I don't know how to do – I just, like, jumped in. 
reached out to a ton of my like photographer friends who do like weddings and I'm like I need your help like I got 30 families and I don't have enough time to edit them by the time it's like Christmas you know so I just did it I just did it and um it was so scary (laughs) everyone ended up loving their pictures I think maybe some lied because I'm like oh gosh these are bad (laughs) (laughs) but it's cool to see how far you come like everyone just kept saying like they were just supportive which is a crazy thing because I just feel like in this world it's hard to get like friends and family support when you're like stepping out in faith to do something that they might not believe in you at first and so it was I'm thankful for everyone who like trusted me who didn't even see the backdrop who didn't even know and they didn't even know what camera I was using they were like oh okay we'll just go to Brooke's house and she can take some pictures of us yeah so it's cool how God works but how I got into photography was just that. I was just like, I just kind of want to like take pictures. I'd always love taking pictures and videos and things like that. And so I had some friends in college who would ask me like before they would post a picture for me to edit it for them. And so I would do that and I'd be like, okay, post it. And so it was just little things that kind of added up. And I, I like bought the first GoPro when it came out years ago and I just love taking pictures. I never really realized that could be like a profession, you know, it's a side hustle, but it's like crazy. It's taken off so yeah. so big. Yeah. So it's definitely been growing. I've been watching it, which is which is so cool. Yeah. So cool. So is there one thing, whether it was, you know, with mortgage or with photography, like one moment that just really, you know, stood out to you where you really felt God moving, whether it was with a client or, you know, in a session or anything, like just any story, like a story that you really if you had one opportunity, like now, to be able to share something really cool about God moving. I feel like God's in everything. So, but it's cool to see how he moves, like, through certain situations. So, um, I'm trying to think of, like, some clients that we've closed that, this is kind of a side tangent, but Paul, he has seven kids, and he named all of them. All of his girls are Mary. And so they all go by nicknames. And so, like, he's – they're huge in, like, the <laughs> – Is that true? Yes. Oh, my gosh. How so did I never is, know that? That's they're funny. religious. And they're – but they're – he's just not as bold with it. But my point was that he was – he was kind of hesitant, hesitant to, like, talk about, like, God or faith or anything when people aren't, like, talking about it first. Mm-hmm. And so we had a, a couple clients that were going through a really rough time, and I just thought, you know, like – getting them something small that's like God related. And so like I got her like just like a little candle that said like um like Jesus loves you and something about the it being in the home. Like Jesus loves you. You're in the you're in the right place for the right time as this. And so it was like a little scripture on the bottom, but just I feel like there hasn't been a super super huge moment, but she was so emotional when I gave it to her, and um, we didn't really go in detail of like faith or anything. But I just think those little things, doing small things like that, can like open people's eyes to like goodness in the world, and maybe like get them to want to have a relationship with Jesus and not just so much like a, a religion. Yeah. So absolutely love it, love it. So are there any other, what would be, is there like one thing that you could tell people, it doesn't have to necessarily be about your faith, but like one, one little tidbit that if, you know, you're talking to somebody else in business or just starting off in a business, one thing that you would say, like 
focus on this or, you know, always remember this. Uh, or, if, you know, if there's something that maybe somebody has told you that stuck with you when you started, you know, your photography company or taking those leaps of faith and getting out of your of your comfort bubble. Um, is there any, like, piece of advice that you'd love to give, you know, a new business owner, whether they're young or they're older and they've been in, in corporate and they're, you know, thinking about stepping out in faith, but they're not really sure if they want to do it? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say truly, like, if you feel – a tug on your heart or something in your gut to just do it like Nike, just do it. <laughs> oh, but really just step out in faith and you'll be so surprised at how like watching God work through you. Because if we again, say stuck or comfortable, there's no room for God to use us for what we are so designed to do. So I just feel like if you're someone who doesn't know their purpose, which a lot of people struggle with, you know, a lot of even like college kids, they're like, I don't know what to go to college for. I don't, I'm still 18 years old. What am I, how am I supposed to decide what I want to do for the rest of my life? And it all, it all comes down to experience, meeting people, getting into different environments. And I feel like for the, for the young people, I can say, you know, don't be scared to try different things. If you're not happy with where you're at and you're only there for three months, leave. It's okay. It's hard. Your parents will be upset with you, but just you got to step out in faith and go do what's on your heart. Go study for an exam. Go find another job. Like, it's okay. It, it's scary for kids to jump around because they're like, oh, this looks on my resume like I am not committed and all this stuff. Well, when you graduate college, that shows that you are committed. If you were an athlete, that shows you were committed. Like, people don't – I mean, there are some business owners that look at that, of course. But if when they meet you and they see that you're driven and that you're – you know, you want it and you just left because you weren't happy. That's great. You should never stay somewhere where you're not happy. So I just, I would just say, listen to your heart, pray more. And if it's on your heart for a long time, just do it. And if you're older and you've been in a job for 20 or 30 years and you want to be a nurse or you want to like go be a real estate agent or you want to do lending or photography, I I say, just, just start it. And what the, the worst that can happen is that it fails. Yeah. Oh, that's scary. But like, okay, you, you tried it, you live with no regrets and you learned from it. So I would just say, just, just dive into faith and do it. Good. I love it. So before we wrap up and you might not have one, but I know you, so I feel like you, I feel like you will. (laughs) Do you have like one really embarrassing, funny, appropriate moment that you care to share? Oh gosh. Oh gosh. (laughs) There's so many. If you don't have one off the top of your head, that's okay too. But I just figured I'd I'd end it on a on a fun light note because that's that's your personality. You're fun and you're light and you love to laugh and you love life. And I also know that you have some embarrassing moments. For sure. sure. (laughs) We all do, right? We all do. So gosh. Eighth grade, throwing it back a long time. We were in the gym, you know, it was before you would go to class in the morning, you would get dropped off and everyone would sit in the gym. So there's seventh, eighth, there's a seventh and sixth graders. And me and my group of friends, guy friends, girlfriends, we thought it was so funny. It was, we would like pants each other, you know, you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like we would like act like we're falling and we'd like, you know, pull their shorts down a little bit. Oh gosh. Kids this... don't do this at home. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> they don't do this nowadays because everyone's like on their phones. But I was standing there, and I had white shorts on, and I had my white sweatpants on underneath, like, over it. And the guys thought it would be so funny because they could never get me because I was always the one doing it, you know? Like, I, no one could get me. Like, nah, <laughs> I was going to win. And they came over, and they just, they just 
pants me and my my just my pants came down which was great no what was it no it was both they both came down and, oh, and it no. was the most embar- the whole gym was like oh no Brooke Cookley's pants are down and I was like and I was just standing there and I was just like trying to not to cry you know I didn't oh. really care. I mean like I cared at that point you know I'm so young but I was just like this is just really funny and my friend's like Brooke pull your pants up and I was like Oh, they're still on the ground. <laughs> I just pulled them up, and it was just the most embarrassing. That was like that's, that's scarred. I'm scarred. Yeah. Yeah, like that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. That was stupid, uh, well, but it was no. So... But that's yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. I love it. You're I love welcome. it. I just had to throw that in there because I know that you're quirky and oh, you gosh. have all sorts of little things. There's, so I, I that's things, what makes you but... you. That's what makes yeah. <laughs> we'll leave those for another yeah. time. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Loved having you. This is a, once again, this is Brooke Mundelein with Mortgage Solutions of St. Louis and Mortgage Solutions of Illinois and Brooke Nicole Photography. And uh, check her out on social media, Instagram, Facebook. But thank you so much for coming in today and sharing your story of uh, your faith and how it's intertwined in your business. Loved it. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Thank you for listening to Faith in Business with Noreen. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Until next time.